do appreciate Gideon's honesty when the Lord says to him, it is I who come to save you. And Gideon's like, well, if it is you, Lord, how come we're always in this mess? If, you, if you're really taking care of us, why does this bad stuff keep happening to us? So yes, the question that so many of us ask all the time. That's Gideon. We're celebrating our Blessed Mother on her coronation as Queen of Heaven and Earth, Mother of all the living. And um, the readings are very appropriate. The idea of the gospel especially is very appropriate. The idea of, of continuing with the rich young man. Yesterday our Lord kind of told him, if you wish to be perfect, you must sell all that you have and give it to the poor, and you'll find treasure in heaven. And of course, we know the story. The rich man could not let go, and he walked away sad. So this is a continuation. Our, it's, our Lord saying it's truly very real that it's hard for one who is rich to enter the kingdom of heaven. And even our Blessed Mother in her Magnificat said, he... The rich he sends away empty, which was the case of the rich young man. He sends them away empty. Or rather, they leave him empty. But he exalts the lowly. He lifts up the lowly. The hungry he fills with good things, but the rich he sends away empty. And we see that story told over and over again, and, and just this um, concept of, of struggling with our riches, with our attachments. And the rich young man was obviously rich in wealth and luxury, and maybe that's my own situation. And I need to learn how to let go of that wealth and that luxury, because it can be too much baggage. And like this image that Jesus gives, it's, it's easier for a camel to pass through the eye of a needle than for one who is rich to enter the kingdom of God. There might be a lot of unloading that I need to do of things I don't need. But maybe I'm rich in other things. Maybe not money or wealth, but maybe rich in pride. Rich in my asserting of myself. My self-will has to be my way. Rich in control has to be my way. Rich in my opinions. People need to receive and accept my opinions. Rich in my judgments of things. Maybe I'm rich in, in status or popularity. I really care what people think of me. And that becomes a, a baggage that impedes my entry into the ways of Jesus. I'm rich in that position that I have, the role that was entrusted to me, and I have great anxiety not to lose it, not to lose their favor, not to lose their opinions, not to be thought less of. And I work so hard to make sure that I maintain my status. Rich in many things, and our Lord challenges us today, and our Blessed Mother challenges us today, the rich, he sends away empty. So better for me to send away my riches while I still can, before I myself find that I cannot enter heaven. I was struck though, especially today he finishes when St. Peter says, Lord, we've given up everything to follow you. What's in it for us? I kind of feel like if the Blessed Mother had been there, maybe he would have given her a little wink, because... Who did it better than she, right? I mean, there's Peter giving up everything, his boat, his career, but what did Blessed Mother give up? What did Jesus know she had given up from the time she was like 14, 15, 16 years old, but everything for the sake of her son? Her time, her control, her wealth, everything else was for him, everything. And then Jesus would go on, he says, and I don't know, I never thought about this before, but Truly I say to you, with a wink to the Blessed Mother perhaps, I don't know. You who have followed me, 
In the new age, when the Son of Man is seated on His throne of glory, will yourself sit on a throne, looking over my people. That's why we celebrate today the queenship of Mary. The queen stands at the right hand of the king, arrayed in gold. That's a psalm, it's an Old Testament reference. And if we have time, well, we don't have time, but I'll... Do we have time? We have time. St. Amadeus, right? We have a little bit of time. Just that last paragraph of something he wrote so beautifully about our Blessed Mother, um, the way she handled her riches. I'll skip a paragraph or two. But at rest now on the heights of virtue, rich beyond measure with divine gifts, she who surpasses all others in grace lavishly pours out those riches, lavishly pours out streams of graces on thirsting souls. She bestows, bestows healing on souls and bodies, mighty to save men from both spiritual and corporal death. Bride, gracious and most beautiful, so abundantly endowed, mother of the heavenly bridegroom, fountain of paradise, front and well of life-giving waters flowing in torrents, she pours down from the mountain of Zion on all the nations round about rivers of peace and grace. Therefore, when the virgin of all virgins was assumed into heaven by God, her son, the King of kings, to the accompaniment of the joyous exaltation of the angels, archangels, and saints, the prophecy of the psalmist was fulfilled in which he said to the Lord, At your right stands the Queen, clothed with splendor, in robes embroidered with pearls set in gold. We celebrate her today, we ask her intercession, and especially to learn from her, not to be afraid to let go, not to be afraid to surrender, to let go and let God, right? To let Him be the center, to let my soul magnify not myself, but my God, and be free of so many worldly riches, attachments, anxieties, in order to let God be my all in all. She, what was she rich in? God, nothing else. And that's why she could say so wisely, do whatever he tells you. Amen? Amen. Jesus, Mary, and Joseph.